Hello, everybody. Chef Marcus Giuliano here. Welcome to Chef on a Mission Radio, episode number 87. We're going to talk about olive oil today. Uh, I've talked a lot about olive oil in the past. I'm going to talk about new information about olive oil that will help you buy better olive oil, healthier olive oil. And I'll talk about some of the basics that I've talked about in the past, just so we steer you in the right direction, because olive oil is probably the number one most item that um, contains fraud, that is fraudulent, that is fake. Olive oil is one of those things that uh, is meant to be expensive, the good stuff. And of course, consumers, it's tough to pay a lot of money for, for olive oil, especially when people use a lot of it in cooking and everything, which you're not supposed to do. But we're going to talk about all of that and talk about getting the healthiest olive oil out there. All right. Of course, this is brought to you by Aroma Time Bistro, 90 miles north of New York City in the beautiful Hudson Valley, located in Ellenville specifically. We were in New York's very first certified, New York State's uh, first certified green restaurant in upstate New York. Uh, we are Farm to Table, uh, actually awarded Best Farm to Table Restaurant by Luxury Life Magazine, Lux Life Magazine out of the UK, gave us that in 2019. Best farm to table restaurant in New York. We're honored to have that. That uh, there, there's a lot of great farm to table restaurants in New York. We have a lot of great, great food, great food scene going on. Very honored to have that. Come in and say hello to us. And of course, it's brought to you by VIP Winery Vacations. That's where I take you to my friends' wineries in wine country in Italy, uh, Mexico now, all throughout New York. Small boutique tours. Uh, join me to my. Uh, my friends wineries all over wine these great wine countries been to spain before we've taken groups to spain uh, a lot of sections of italy we're going back to italy in 2023 to apulia also going to sicily we have some a lot of really good trips lined up here so uh, follow us at vipwinerivacations.com all right so on to olive oil some bases about olive oil to begin with first of all most likely I can guarantee you that you've been scammed on olive oil that you've bought in the past. And you might even be scammed right now, depending on what brand you have. Olive oil is one of those things to really produce a gallon of olive oil and put it on the market to sell it like a gallon, you know, those, those, those tins that are, that are in the stores. Those are three liters plus three to four liters. Those tins really cost, wow, you know, good, good, super high quality extra virgin olive oil. That's a $100 purchase, easily $100 purchase. And when, so out of many, many, uh, through our many trips to Italy, most of the vineyards have some kind of olive grove happening. They have olive trees going on, whether it's for personal consumption or very small consumption or very small distribution. And sometimes they have enough to get into the United States, but not often at all. To run true olive oil, to pick it, to handpick these things, drop the nets down, the tarps, pan pick these, press them, bottle them. A lot of wineries have at least five euros in each liter, right? Five euros in a liter. So by the time it gets to the US, it's going to be you know, 10, 15 euros. Uh, you know, so now we're talking 20 or so dollars for a liter, $30 for a liter. And a lot of people are like, well, liter, there's almost four liters in a gallon. We're up to $100 a gallon of olive oil, folks. This is the this is like the going price. This is an average price for truly artisanally produced, high-quality olive oil. What happens is you have these massive companies like Bertoli and Colavita 
these companies don't even own olive trees. They're just consolidators. They buy olive oil, olive oil already pressed from many different Mediterranean countries, from Morocco, Tunisia, Egypt, um, Greece, Spain, um, maybe in parts of Italy. Italy produce, I'm sorry, Italy sells far more olive oil than they produce, far more than they produce. And they just keep putting the product on their product of Italy, product of Italy, and it's going out the door and it's getting shipped off to the US and other markets. And they don't grow that many olives to produce everything that they claim they produce. Same thing with like pasta from Italy. You know, they're not using Italian wheat for a lot of this stuff. They're using a lot of different wheat, wheat uh, sources because they just don't have, they can't grow enough to, to, to meet the supply for Italian pasta. This is partly because, well, this is because Italians, there's just a love affair with Italian cuisine, right? People love Italian cuisine. So um, it's sought out all over the world. And so you have these companies that have scaled their business by outsourcing products and not even outsourcing from Italy, but outsourcing from other countries, not even from other farms or other countries altogether and building their brands in this like Bertoli. Bertoli in Milan does not really own olive trees. They don't pick olive trees for harvest. They have olive trees as decoration as part of landscaping. When you drive up their driveway, you have um, the olive, olive trees. And that's just, that's purely landscaping folks. That's all that is. So when you buy olive oil, you need to go to an olive oil store, a store that just specializes in olive oil. That's going to give you tastes. The worst place to go buy olive oil is probably walking to a big box store like Walmart, Sam's Club, ShopRite. You might find one or two good labels in there, and you're probably going to pay for them. Uh, obviously, you're going to pay. You're going to pay a lot more than the other brands in there. However, you have no idea how fresh this is. And there's a lot of things. I have so many videos on, on freshness of olive oil, Northern Hemisphere versus Southern Hemisphere versus hybridized versus non-hybridized. And I'm going to throw another element in today totally altogether. So bear with me, stay with me till the end here, because what I'm going to reveal to you today makes a ton of sense. And it applies to blueberries. It applies to a lot of different things. This one principle that I'm going to share with you today on olive oil that is absolutely going to change the way you source olive oil. It's changed the way I've sourced olive oil. So um, an olive oil is, folks, if olive oil were to be invented today, it'd probably be one of the top most five therapeutic things you could put into your body. This is what I heard a health guru say 20 years ago. Uh, the, the amount of, of nutrients in olive oil is insane. And I'm going to show you how to maximize those nutrients today. I'm going to tell you which olive oils have the most by far, sometimes 10, 20 times the amount than other olive oils, all right? And this is gonna revolutionize the way you buy, you buy olive oil, all right? So um, like I said, it did for me. Um, all right, so buying olive oil, go to the store, taste it, go to a store that tastes it, know that there's a two-year shelf life on it. So when it says expires, you know, in 2023 um, or um, bottled on, you know, January 1st or January 21, realize there's a two-year shelf life, okay? So whether the end date says something or the beginning date, You've got two years from the date that it was really picked, processed, and bottled, right, to get to, to consume fresh. But you should really be buying stuff that's only a year old uh, at most because you can, in fact, if you're really technical, you can go six months and say, I'm going to buy Northern Hemisphere, then Southern Hemisphere, Northern, then Southern, Northern, then Southern, and keep going back. 
Olive oil, you keep in a cool, dark place. You keep the lid on it. You do not cook with it. That breaks it down very quickly, turns rancid. Um, and it's expensive to put high quality olive oil in a saute pan. Olive oil is meant to be consumed after you cook the food is when you apply the olive oil. So if you want to make a nice pasta dish and um, you drizzle it with olive oil, if you want to take like black cod, sable fish, and you want to cook this fish off and then you know, good. Um, I like to uh, to poach it or pan sear it, and drop a wine. Finish it off maybe in the broiler or in the oven, or uh, if it's thinner, thinner black cod, it'll cook right in the pan. And then when you put that on the plate, is when you squeeze the lemon on it and you drizzle it with olive oil. And you can go a tablespoon of olive oil. Don't be afraid to put the olive oil on. Uh, I've heard some doctors say that the ideal amount of olive oil a week is between. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of different things between a cup to four cups a week you can consume of olive oil. And olive oil does massive things for your body. I mean, you can you can go online and you can just do a search for benefits of olive oil and you'll find everything from diabetes to heart disease, um, circulation, brain function. I mean, you name it, digestion, even snoring, even snoring. If you take olive oil at night before you go to bed, they say it lubricates lubricates um and doesn't uh causes far less vibrations and that's why taking like a one ounce shot a tablespoon to to a one ounce shot a tablespoon two tablespoons the night before you go to bed take that and they say that's that's what they say so uh there's lots and lots of claims a lot of this stuff is backed up by science so this is why if olive oil were invented again today it'd be considered one of the top five therapeutic things you put in your body when i was young young uh when i was in high school uh a doctor, a Brazilian doctor that I had known, a Brazilian medical doctor, he had prescribed to his patients who had asthma. He was not my doctor. He was somebody I knew uh, as a family friend. He said, Marcus, he told my parents, give him a tablespoon of olive oil every day, extra virgin olive oil, give him a tablespoon of olive oil every day. And that will help with his asthma. This is 30 years ago, somebody saying this to my parents. So um, he didn't say what kind of olive oil though. So you know, we probably went to, and we probably didn't do it long because it probably didn't taste that good. And, and, you know, I was 17 years old and what do I understand about, about alternative medicine and natural healing that your body can actually heal itself. Gee, um, you know, that's a, a shocker concept. So of course I was young and didn't understand this and didn't understand to be diligent on this. So back to buying this olive oil, go to a store, taste it, make sure it's, it's fresh within the year of the expiration date. Never, ever, ever go buy olive oil in in um, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, places like that. Those are closeout stores. They're getting stuff that was either stored wrong, stored wrong, and or getting close to the expiration date. It might look fancy. It might say extra virgin. It might say organic. It might all this nice stuff. But that they got that for a reason. They got that because there's something wrong with it. It's getting close to the date and they close things out. A lot of these food companies, these, these, and this happens with me, like I can call my one organic vendor right now and say, hey, what are your closeout items this month? And they have a list of closeout items that are getting closer to the dates of expiration. So not that they're bad foods, but they can't go for full retail, right? So now they have to go to a discount store where instead of 25 bucks a liter, it's now... $14.99 a liter. You're like, oh, ah, I'm saving 10 bucks. So I'll buy it and pick it up and take it home. And if you don't use it, 
right? Then all of a sudden you're going to have olive oil that's way up past its prime. But even in a year and a half, there's no reason, there's no reason to be consuming olive oil that's a year and a half old when you have all these options. So um, now go taste it at the store, find your olive oil. You want to find olive oil that is going to have nice, strong flavors. There's two different types, basically two different types of olive trees. You have the heirloom varietals, which are taller trees, and you have the hybridized trees, which are short trees. The short trees, the hybridized trees, are good for mechanical harvesting. They send an over-the-top harvester right down the row, pick them, and they, they pick them very quick, and they get pressed. There's not as much flavor in hybridized olives as in the heirloom varietals. So keep this in mind, because flavor has something to do with health as well. So now in California, they're going to have hybrid olive trees. In Italy, in these older groves, in Mexico, in other places, they're going to have tall heirloom varietal trees. Not to say they're not going to plant hybrids in there as well, but typically, I mean, olives, olive trees are known to be, you know, 500 years old, 1,000 years old. They're olive leaf the olive leaf, powdered olive leaf, olive leaf extract is known to be an amazing antibiotic. I mean, the olive tree to begin with is, is you know, one of those most, um, I don't want to say it, it's, it's, it's one of those trees that's been around for, you know, thousands of years that is respected, that's grown in a lot of areas, by the way. I mean, you can, olive trees grow in a lot of warmer areas and the health benefits are staggering in it. And maybe that's because this has helped our, civilization uh, through the thousands of years of olive trees. So more flavor in heirloom varietals, less flavor in hybridized. Hybridized are going to be cheaper because they can use mechanical harvesting instead of by hand. So if you're going to buy California Mission, which is a great company, the California olive oil, um, just keep in mind, you're going to pay a lower price. You're going to get a nicer, you're going to get a nice product for the money. You're not going to have as much flavor. It's not going to be quite as healthy, okay? Blueberries. Blueberries is a great example for this. Wild blueberries versus farm blueberries, cultivated blueberries. Big difference. Hybrid blueberries versus wild blueberries. Hybrid chocolate versus wild chocolate. Um, these are tight. These, these are foods that the wild version is always healthier. Same thing with salmon and farm salmon, wild salmon versus farm salmon. The wild versions are always healthier because they're put under stress out in the wild. They don't have somebody taking care of them in a traditional manner where they're fertilizing them, spraying insecticides on them, things like that. They're not babying the plant. The plant has to withstand its current elements. By withstanding certain elements, it builds up its immune system. By building up its immune system in the plant, it provides a healthier benefit to us as the consumers. Same thing with like grape varietals, like Pinot Noir has the thinnest skins of the grapes. So Pinot Noir in cold weather has to have the biggest, best immune system to make it withstand the winters and withstand anything else. So through the developing of its immune system, because of its cold weather and, and, and the thin skins, it has to increase its resveratrol levels. Its resveratrol levels are literally, I've talked about this many times, Dr. Creasy did a study from Cornell University where there's like 40, 44, 43 micromolars of resveratrol 
in Pinot Noir from upstate New York versus other wines that have like eight to 10, five to eight, 10 to 15, and 10 to 15 is considered good. And cold weather, New York state, Pinot Noir has like 45. So see how that's a drastic difference. Massive. Same thing with beef, beef that's eating grass versus beef that's being fed grains and a feedlot. Big difference. The cattle's out there now eating everything in the wild. And if you really want to get this really specific, I mean, you can say, well, the time of the year makes a difference for the grass of, of the cattle because, you know, when the spring flowers are in and and there's certain things that are more of an antibiotic use out there in the flowers, you're going to have a different type of meat, different type of milk from the animals, you know, so it, it, I mean, this can get really, you are what you eat, right? You are what your environment produces. So now blueberries, massive difference in, 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 in health. Uh, now, when it comes to olive oil, of course, hybrid versus heirloom is going to have a big difference, correct? But now let's take this to the next level. Imagine olive trees. I've been in certain situations where olive trees are in, in, in places that have plenty of water. And I've been in olive groves where there's a pure desert out there. So I've been going to Mexico six times, three times in the last six months this winter. And those olive trees down there are growing in a desert. There's 10 days of rain a year, two inches of rain, annual rainfall. Those trees are constantly being stressed. Those trees have to dig deeper roots in. Those trees have to fight harder than trees in Napa Valley, than in Tuscany, than in Apulia. Apulia is a beautiful region in Italy. It's the heel of the boot. Uh, known for their olive trees, like 60 million olive trees or something. Italy's main uh, number one producing region of olive oil, of olives coming from Apulia. That's where my family's from, by the way. When you fly into Apulia, you just see acres and acres and acres, I mean, miles and miles and miles of just olive groves. They're everywhere in Apulia. It's amazing. Um, people in their front yards have, have olive groves in their front yards. It's just, it's amazing. So in Mexico, these vines, these, these vines, these olive trees are being stressed. The roots have to tap deeper than ever. They're not being irrigated. There's again, acres and acres and acres of all these olive oil trees, olive trees. And these olives are producing more antioxidants in their olive oil, in their olives by far. So I did some research and I found out that there's other region, regions across the globe that are known for super, super potent, high antioxidant olive oil. One of those places would be Morocco. Morocco, they basically farm them in a the desert as well. Um, I hear even here there's one part of Israel that has similar conditions, that it's very arid and dry and the olive trees are being stressed out. And it's producing high, higher antioxidant oil there. So now this olive oil now can be broken down into three categories, right? Hybridized, which is New World olive oil, which is going to be, um, it can be South American, it can be Australian, it can be California. Not to say that there are, are not heirloom varietals in these New World regions, but they are known for more hybridized, quicker harvesting, uh, easier harvesting, lower price, still very high quality. So you have hybridized olives. You have then the heirloom varietal of olives. Then you have the heirloom varietal that are grown in deserts. 
with very, very low water that are being stressed to the max, that their immune systems and their fight for survival is the highest and they're producing the highest level. And I've seen statistics now, I've done, I've been watching videos, I've been reading a ton of stuff. I mean, everything from 10, they're saying from 10 times more of the antioxidants to 30 times more of the antioxidants from these trees that are being super stressed from deserts. So now when you go to an olive oil store, you're buying olive oil, you're going to want to look for trees, olives that are produced in very stressful climates. Morocco would probably be the first one. You can probably find that better than Mexican. I've just been to Mexico and I just started wondering and asking questions and, and seeing, you know, that some of the, some of the trees in fact in Mexico are dying out there. So they all don't even live. And I was like, wow, these trees are really stressed out. And olive trees. I've never been through all these olive groves through Italy and California. And I've never seen, you know, trees that are dying, olive trees that are dying. I wonder what's going on here. So that's the situation with higher quality olive oil. Now, remember, never cook with olive oil. You're going to oxidize it very quickly. You're going to ruin it. You drizzle it on your food when you're done. How much olive oil should you consume a week to get these health benefits is a question that a lot of people ask. I've seen these people ask this online. And, and it just depends what doctor you're listening to, what health guru you're listening to. You know, again, a cup to four cups they're saying a week, you know, that you can do. They say do it in the morning on an empty stomach is really, really good for you. So I've been, I've done, I've done for a while. I've done a shot of, I squeeze a fresh lemon and I put, you know, half a, about, a, about an ounce of olive oil in there. And I, I chug that in the morning time. And, um, you know, have I seen, I've been doing that probably seven, eight months, maybe a little longer. Have I seen a noticeable difference? Um, I don't know if I have. Well, yeah, I actually have. There, there, there are some things that I have noticed um, from doing that. So yes, correlated, I don't know. But there are certain things that, that I did notice that, um, that I thought was an issue previously. Um, but am I doing the, what was I doing the cup to, to four cups a week? I was not doing that. I, I was not doing that. I still have not done that. This is all information I've been researching and going forward with. And uh, do I love olive oil in my food? I absolutely love olive oil on when I eat, when I eat fish or something. I try to do that on there. I've been eating a lot of black cod lately, sable fish is why I made the reference to sable fish. I had a piece last night drizzled with olive oil and a squeeze of lemon and some fresh herbs chopped on it with some rice. It was really, really good. So in fact, we might even consider putting sable fish on our menu at the restaurant. A lot of people love sable fish. It'll probably be an easy fish for us to cook. We can sous vide it and just finish it in the, in our salamander, uh, AKA uh, broiler. And it would come out really nice. Sablefish is expensive. It's not as expensive as um, Chilean sea bass, which I wish restaurants would use sablefish over Chilean sea bass. So Chilean sea bass is not a good, good option. Uh, sustainability wise, rating, rating, rating wise, it just doesn't stack up to what sablefish stacks up to. So, in fact, in the 90s, late 90s, I, I signed the petition to take a pass on Chilean sea bass because it's just not that the population is, you know, uh, on verge of collapse in certain areas where they're fishing Patagonian toothfish. But back to olive oil, go to a good olive oil store, go to a store that will allow you to taste the olive oil, go to a store that will be extremely knowledgeable about olive oil and that has a lot of different varietals and regions. You can buy it by the region now, about, you can buy it by the actual olive varietal so you can taste difference in varietals just like wine this can get very in depth so don't think you just need to have one extra version of olive oil at home you do not need just one at home you can have 
many different olive oils at home, whether you're, you know, drizzling on steak afterwards, whether you're um, drizzling on fish, whether it's for your salad, you have all different profiles, flavor profiles of olive oil. So experiment, keep it cool, keep it in the refrigerator, keep it airtight, do not cook with it, watch the expiration date and um, have fun with olive oil. So hope you enjoyed this show. If you liked it today, please uh, hit the like button or wherever you're listening to this at like button download it if you're on a podcast uh, platform like Spotify or iHeartRadio, whatever you're on Apple. Uh, if it's on there, if you're finding it on there, please uh, download it. Give us a rating. We appreciate that. And again, thank you for tuning in. Episode number 87 brought to you, brought to you by Aroma Time Bistro, 90 miles north of New York City. That's where you'll find me most of the time. I am here. It's my restaurant. And um, come taste olive oil with me or wine or many other things. Everybody have an amazing day. And until the next episode, see you later.